Are you aware that you actually have an inner roadmap to success, but you've got to be tapped into your mystical spiritual self to access that roadmap? Let me guess, you find it hard to do. Well, truth be told, it's not just you. Without access to this inner guidance system, you may be a bit lost and you might even be beating yourself up. My mission to guide you into accessing your own GPS. I have opened limited spaces in my calendar to work with serious or mystical entrepreneurs who are ready to do what it takes to reach their dreams and fulfill their destiny. Are you ready to end the struggle? and you know you have to invest in your business in order to succeed, then let's talk. Go to chatwithlucy.com. If this is the first time you're listening to the Wealthy Wednesday Show, please remember to subscribe and click on the like button. Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I am your host, Lucy McMonagle. Women are recreating the rules for business, leadership, money, and they are changing the world in the process. Each week, join me for empowering messages and interviews that will inspire, motivate, and transform you. Giving a special shout out to Gordon Weary for creating the custom music that you are listening to now. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonagle, the Mystic Wealth Creator, and I mentor mystic entrepreneurs to create more freedom in their business through conscious wealth creation so that they can have a big impact on the world because I truly believe when we accept our mystic powers and use them as entrepreneurs, we will accelerate the transformation of this world, bringing about more peace and harmony so that we can put a dent in ending poverty and so that we can put a dent in ending slavery. Today I have an incredible lady. Her name is Lisa Marie Pepe and she is a confidence coach and online visibility expert for heart-centered women entrepreneurs. She's also a number one international bestseller author and a motivational speaker. Lisa Marie, I'm going to ask you to explain a little bit more on what you do and, and tell our audience how you came to doing what you do. Sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I love, love, I love what you're doing and I love being a part of all of these things, you know, to help empower women worldwide, right? That is essentially my mission. And so in the work that I do with my clients currently, um, I work with women entrepreneurs mainly. Um, although, you know, women who are maybe on the verge of transitioning into entrepreneurship. That's also an area where I really like to get my, uh, my hands dirty. So when I work with clients, we work on two key areas. And of course, the first is about, you know, the mindset piece, right? Like what is truly going to get in the way or is getting in the way of that person being able to really put her best self out there. Um, and so the psychologist in me, right, the, the, cause I have a background in psychology. I love doing that kind of work as well, because I find it to be very healing and it truly does let, you know, let that person just rise above anything they've ever gone through and, and forgiveness and all of that is a part of it. 
And then once the person is feeling confident enough, then we go to work on strategy, which is, you know, really, I think one in the same, because if you're not confident, you're not going to want to be visible. And I mean, it's just sort of like, so for me, I love combining both of those topics. And there's clients certainly that need you know, a little bit more of each. And so I balance that out. All of my one-on-one coaching is customized, but those are the two main areas that I focus on. And I've been doing this with this particular niche now, just about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was about three and a half years ago that I became an entrepreneur and a coach. And a long story short, how I came to be where I am today uh, was simply out of necessity. I had injured my shoulder in 2011. And I'll fast forward through all of the, the dark, the dark times, the dark years, I call them where I was really just kind of fishing around trying to find my purpose in the world. And lo and behold, I thought I had found it. And then in 2014, I wound up having reconstructed shoulder surgery. And yeah, and so at that time, I had been working in a um, public school, and I was working with special ed, and, and I really loved that. And again, I felt like, okay, time to start over. God had other plans, and I resigned from that full-time position about six months later. I was out on a medical leave, but while I was out, I had so much to think about. Um, and then of course, not really being able to go back to work and, and fit into somebody else's, you know, schedule, right? Like I could take a break at this time only, or I can have lunch at this time. My body after all of that needed a higher level of care. And that's when I decided to jump in feet first into the fire and I've never looked back. Wow. So it sounds like you had what I call is a life deconstruction so that you could start bridging your mission and your purpose together to bring up a bigger message to the world and so that you could reach more people. Does that sound about right? That that sounds beautiful. No one's ever actually put it like that. But yeah, that's essentially what it was because, you know, the entire time I kept thinking like, why is this happening to me? Right? Like, what did I do to deserve all of this chaos that was going on in my life from the time of the accident in 2011 and then all the way up leading to surgery. And I realized now that that was all orchestrated by the divine and it was all meant to happen for me to truly, truly understand who I was created to be, you know, and that's, I talk about that a lot with my clients too, about really finding that divine purpose, you know, what is it? And, and I think we all have it. Some of us are ready to accept it. Some of us have no idea we even have one. Um, but I do feel that all people definitely, if they were to dig deep enough, they definitely have one. So for the individuals that are listening to this, what do you have like basic tips that you can, you can tell them on how they can dig deep enough in order to just start scratching that surface because most of the individuals listening to this, they, they feel this rumbling in their stomach. They, they feel like there's going to be some big changes. And if you can give them some tips before their life goes into deconstruction mode, then it would be a lot easier for them to get out on the other side. Yes. And, and I absolutely love the way that you worded that. Um, I think one of the things I have learned about myself is that 
when things start to happen that I had not planned for, right? So it happens to all of us, right? Life events that happen that we were not even, we were not prepared for. No one told us this was going to happen. And it just does. Um, I think what I have learned is to, number one, allow myself the grace and the space I need to get through that, whatever that is. Um, you know, long ago, I used to beat myself up a lot, you know, mentally, I would, I would really do a number on myself, and I would blame myself for things, and I would feel guilty about things. And now realizing that many of those things that happened to me really were not in my control. And what I really truly needed to do was be my own best friend, and not be my own worst enemy. And I think that's so true for so many of us, you know, we're going through a tough time. But then we beat ourselves up for going through a tough time. And it's this, you know, just this damaging cyclical, you know, thing happening and spins into this, you know, dark vortex. And, and I really think we need to, we need to embrace all of life. And I know that's hard to hear for a lot of people, but, you know, I, I think back for myself, even when I was going through everything, it, yeah, did it really suck and feel bad and feel scary? And it did. But I knew deep down that there was a, a, a bigger reason why it was happening. And it wasn't clear to me until I was out of the storm. But I feel like instead of always running away from things, and I'm not saying confront things head on either, but just allowing things to unfold as they should. So there's also like this surrender that happens. Like I will do the best that I can with what I have, but I also don't have to fight this so hard. Um, it's more about just being in a place of surrender and serenity and knowing that no matter what, you're going to be okay. Like, and that's something that I truly want people to know is no matter what, like you are strong enough to get through this. And I mean, I hope that helps some, but that's, that's something that I learned along the way. You yeah. know, and I definitely learned when to pull back. As opposed to, like you said, going over the edge and hitting that tipping point. I, I think that's why I'm so passionate about helping others not to get there, right? Because I'm like, don't do what I did in the beginning, <laughs> you know? Like, don't completely go off the cliff and then try to come back, you know? Like, get yourself back up on the cliff. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's really about being kind to ourselves and unconditional love and being our own best friend. Absolutely. So the, the takeaways that I've got from that is, is first, be gentle on yourself. Yes. You know, you're going through changes. Your life might not look the way you want it to look, but it doesn't mean you should add to the to trauma and beat yourself up. So be gentle on yourself. Absolutely. Take time for yourself so that you can surrender to the process mm -hmm. instead of trying to fight it. Yes. And a lot of times when when we're confronted with things that are not working, we're trying to grasp onto the limbs of the past, the things that we once knew as our life. Right. And when we surrender, we're able to start learning how to go into acceptance. And exactly, doing yeah. yes, and then you also said the most important key is making the best out of what you have currently. That right there is so powerful. Thank you. 
So, and you, you also talk a little bit about the power of forgiveness. Can we, can we re- translate that? And how does individuals really start bringing forgiveness in? And they, maybe they're going through the deconstruction or maybe they've got that rumble in their belly, but they know that they're ready for something greater. Yeah, so I truly do believe that at the root of a lot of um, the super intense emotions that we don't like to feel, so the anger, the guilt, the fear, all of that, I really do feel that the underlying issue is that there's some someone or something we have to forgive, even if that someone is ourselves. Yes. And so you know, for me, again, starting there, it was in the beginning when I decided to wake up again and change my life, I had to forgive myself for all of the things that I had really inflicted upon myself, right? Like all of the, the, the negative thoughts, all of the self, you know, beratement, all of that stuff. I, I had to forgive me. There was nobody else out there that was calling me those things or telling me those things. They may have years ago, but all I did was pick up where they left off, right? Mm -hmm. So I really do believe we have to forgive ourselves for everything that we thought was the best at that time or we didn't know any better. Um, Again, it's about having grace, right? And having grace for ourselves. So self-forgiveness is huge um, and you work on it daily. It's not something where you just sit down one day and you say, hmm, I'm just going to write this out. And yeah, I forgive myself. I mean, I wish it was that easy, but you know, um, it's not, you know, you have to work through a process and, you know, and then I really secondly believe that if we're truly holding on to any kind of animosity or hatred or fear or whatever of other people or other situations, we really have to find it in our hearts to forgive because not, not necessarily for the other person, although I do really feel that is a part of it. Some people say it's not, and I feel that it is a part of it, but it is truly for ourselves, right? Someone has hurt us in the past and let's face it. Every single one of us walking the face of the earth has been hurt because of the actions of another human being. Um, If we're not willing to forgive, right? What happens is that anger that that rage all of that it 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 kind of eats away at our soul and we have to be willing to let go of that and not allow that person or that situation to have power over us um i think that's where a lot of us go awry like we we think you know because we couldn't control what did happen that means we have no control at all and it's sort of you know, partially, right? We may have not controlled what happened to us, but we certainly can control, um, you know, whether we choose to be victims or whether we choose to rise up above that and become victors and then become the champions of our own lives. That's truly what I feel. Absolutely. So as a part of the forgiveness, we're, we're forgiven ourselves because we didn't know any better. We might've picked up where other people left off where maybe those other people were from our childhood or maybe they were from our young adulthood or maybe from when we were a little wild and crazy in our early years, or maybe we're just quiet and shy and we just do things personally. 
Exactly. So forgiving ourselves. And, and Lisa Marie, we've got just a few more minutes before we're going to be wrapping up. This has been so fast and so powerful. Can you give us just a couple of tips on once you go through those steps, once you go through the process, how do you start building your confidence? Yeah. So of course, you know, like anything, when you're looking to change something, it means giving something up, but it also means then having to replace it. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, negative self-talk was the norm while I was going through this ordeal. And I knew that in order to give that up and in order to drive out any of those negative thoughts, I had to find a way to replace them because getting rid of them is one thing, mm -hmm. but that space still needs to be filled. Right. It's no different with anyone who has an addiction to anything outside of themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. um, if a person gives up something, but that's what they knew and that's, that was part of their life, they have to find something else to fill that. Right. So for me, it was very similar, right? So with my thoughts and feeling very, you know, um, negative about myself, I had to start to replace those thoughts, those words, those beliefs with positive, affirming, life-giving, life-breathing words. And I actually sat down and I did create an entire set of affirmations for me, um, but I took them one step further and I then put them on post-it notes and I put them all over the house and I put them on, in the car and I put them, you know, in, on the refrigerator door and on my bedroom door. It's like everywhere I go, I want to be constantly reminding myself that I am right. And they're all in present tense. And it's, I am, right? Like, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am happy. I am healthy. I'm strong. I'm, you know, you could fill in the blank for an infinite number of positive, you know, words. But for me, that is my daily language now. And I still practice every morning. And one of my favorite things to do, and it's a little bit unconventional, but it works for me. Um, as you know, time is pretty uh, valuable, you know, especially you know, those of us who are working from home, we're trying to manage things. Yeah. And what I've done is actually put all of these positive affirmations, like the top 10 that are really, really powerful for me. Mm -hmm. And I've written them out on uh, these butterfly shaped like uh, post-it notes, essentially. Yeah. And I put them on the wall in front of my elliptical writer. Oh. So that every morning, because I'm, I'm a big stickler about, you know, personal health and, and having a self-care, like non-negotiable contract in place for yourself. Um, while I'm on my elliptical rider, I literally just stare at every single one of those. And, I, and, then, and then I go again and I go right down through them. So it's almost to me like a moving meditation yes. for 30 minutes, right? I'm going to be on that elliptical rider for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Instead of watching TV or flipping through a magazine, or I am literally reprogramming my subconscious, my conscious mind, you know, all of that. And that works for me. And no one said, hey, try this or do this. But I just said, well, why not? I used to study when I was working out. I would always, you know, have my, you know, textbooks open and stuff and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I, I always actually did better when I would study while I was moving. It was kind of yes. weird. Back in college, I, I really did. I retained the information better. So I thought, well, why not try this with 
positive thoughts, positive thinking, positive affirmations. And to this day, like three years later, those same notes are on the wall right there. And wow. it's kind of like a double dip, right? It's like I'm moving my soul, I'm moving my body, I'm, you know, programming my mind. And that's what's worked for me. Oh, and that's so powerful. And you actually have a free transformational gift for individuals who are basically starting up their online coaching business. Can you tell us a little bit about your free gift you have for our audience and how can they get a hold of it and how can they get a hold of you? Yes, absolutely. So bear with me just because I have given out a lot of free gifts. So is it the, there's, there's two that are, I have out there right now that everyone loves. So so the, the free gift is the Rookie Coaches Playbook, a step-by-step -step guide to help you kick off your new online coaching business. Yes, yes, perfect. Okay, yes. So this guide is essentially, it's a 31-page um, document, ebook, you know, slash, you know, um, a, it's basically everything. The person who is really just stepping into this online world of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. And there's no fluff. There's no, you know, um, difficult language to understand. Because I remember what it was like when I got into this. And I, yes. there were words I didn't understand. There were, you know, um, just the vernacular of the whole, I just didn't understand it. And so I thought to myself, well, what do women need who are just coming in? So with this guide, it will give you literally everything you need to just get started and get set up online. And I had a lot of fun creating that. I really did. It, and it actually was challenging at times. I had to go and really, you know, define things in a way that, that would be super, you know, easy to digest for women who are just stepping into this. So, mm -hmm. yes, enjoy that guide. I, I give it to you with all my love and poured my heart and soul into it. So do enjoy that. Um, and the best way to get in touch with me would be either to, and I say this because it's the easiest. I mean, if you literally just put in my name into a Google search, Lisa Marie Pepe, I guarantee you will be able to find me because I am a visibility expert. So I am easily findable. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but you can find me online. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on all the social media, you know, channels, or you can also email me. And that email is lisa at positivetransformation.net. And whichever way you choose to get in touch with me is a-okay with me. Fabulous. And your website, and they can also get this um, free playbook, is at positivetransformation.net. Correct. There, yep, you can download it right from the website as well. Oh, Lisa, this has been so fabulous. Thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to my audience for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. Thank you for all of your comments. I have been getting fabulous messages. Um, please keep up with the comments, letting me know what topics you like, individuals you would like me to have. And make sure you check out my website, lucymcmonicle.com. If you're looking for help on creating mystic wealth and building your business so that you can create a legacy. So until next time, abundant blessings. Bye. Are you ready to change your money flow? 
Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information.